Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So there's this post tweet from a Democrat in uh, New Mexico. He's a state senator, Joe Cervantes. And he wrote, I was denied communion last night by the Catholic bishop here in Las Cruces. And based on my political office, continues by saying my new parish priest has indicated he will do the same after the last was run off. Please pray for church authorities as Catholicism transitions under Pope Francis. And I said, okay, I don't know what that means. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Parlor, Instagram, Twitter at Tony Katz, everything at TonyKatz.com, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z, TonyKatz.com. The phone number, 833-468-8669, 833-GOT-TONY. What a, like, what a, what a statement uh, to, to be made. You, you've got priests getting run off. And then, please pray for church authorities as Catholicism transitions under Pope Francis. Now, you had the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. They approved the measure back in June. They were going to draft a statement discussing whether high-profile pro-abortion politicians can be denied communion. And there's nothing wrong with denying someone communion. We're not talking about something small within Catholicism. We're talking about something fundamental, quintessential, when we're talking about abortion. Shouldn't a bishop be able to look their parishioner in the eye and say, You're not living up to the standard that not just we have set, that the Lord has set. Can't a a bishop say that? I I would argue yes. It's one of the reasons that when it comes to, for example, Judaism, I am not a reconstructionist. It's a, I'm going to call it a sect and... And uh, I, uh, I'll get yelled at, which which I'm I'm cool with. You can't have a a system where you you can pick and choose the rules. You have a standard. You have a standard. And you either live up to that standard or you don't. That That's all there is to it. And we got into a little bit of the religion conversation earlier 
where it was uh, what's going on with Turning Point USA and not allowing a woman in who bought a ticket, a VIP ticket. She happens to be a porn star. Ah, we can't have you here. We've got we've got younger people here, and you know we've got a responsibility to the parents. She isn't performing; she's attending this conservative conference. Is there not a place amongst conservatives for somebody who's in pornography? Well, no, because we would never condone such a thing. I didn't say you had to like it. The question is, can she attend? You can argue that that pornography is morally wrong. I don't mind you making that argument. Uh, but whatever happened to hate the sin, love the sinner? And meanwhile, we're discussing just attending a conference. This, the idea of being an elected official who votes for and funds, engages financing for abortion, might be seen as something different for the bishop. This uh, state senator, Cervantes, says there should be no laws which outlaw the private decisions regarding pregnancy. Okay. If, if you say so. But that's not the conversation that the church is having. I do not declare myself any expert in Catholicism at all. But it is clear that the bishops are not having a conversation about the law, as is in the United States. They're having a conversation about what the Lord has declared acceptable and not. That's what's going on. Can't these bishops make that choice? But this is now a conversation with the, the part two of that 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 tweet was, uh, please pray for church authorities as Catholicism transitions under Pope Francis. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. When I have spoken with people who know things, who who follow Catholic teaching. I always get the feeling that they are not necessarily confused by Pope Francis, but actually bothered by Pope Francis. And while they would certainly push for for the idea that that the, the church maybe made a change here or maybe engaged an embrace there, and they'd create better opportunity for themselves in these certain areas they don't ever get into the place where they say that the catholic church in and of itself should stop being the catholic church they don't do it they don't they don't ever make the claim that the catholic church should not be the catholic church they make the claim that there is something to aspire to. I, I can appreciate such a thing. 
Again, if you want to engage a conversation of something called Reconstructionist Judaism, you're more than welcome to. But the religion is not, well, I take one from column A and two from column B, and therefore it's the Chinese uh, uh, restaurant of, uh, of, of religions, and, and I'm good. It's not the way it is. It's not the way it works. There's a standard, and you achieve the standard, or you do not. There's nothing wrong with that. There's also, to, to the extent, I, best explained, nothing wrong with not living up to the standard. The question is, I, I would assume for, for those people who are religious, are you trying? What strides are you making to adhere to it? Is the argument from this state senator, well, yeah, I'm totally fine with abortion, make sure it gets funded, but, you know, I'm a, I, 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 I do other things. Maybe some things are more egregious than others. I would put forth that freedom of religion would allow any bishop to say, no, I'm not giving you communion. I, I absolutely reserve that right. That is a call that I, as a bishop, make. You have Father uh, Robert Morey talking about when he refused communion to former Vice President Joe Biden. This this goes back a, a, a while ago. It's 2019. Holy communion signifies we are one with God, each other, and the church. Our action should reflect that. Any public figure who advocates for abortion places himself or herself outside of church teaching. Okay. Therein lies a standard that you have people, uh, you know, ascribing themselves to, reaching towards. And it seems like a, a pretty simple one. Don't advocate for murder and don't help people pay for it. Seems pretty easy. Am I to take it from this, this uh, state senator's stance? that Pope Francis is looking to change that? Pope Francis is looking to change that standard? I can't... I can't see it. I was able to um, find things about, you know, the Pope putting... uh, Restrictions on the celebrating of of Latin Mass. I'm like, okay, you are well over my pay grade. If if you want to get into that, but it's 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 been a story. This is one of the one of the things that the Pope has done. But what has he done regarding? Making a claim that abortion is just peachy keen. Yeah, I didn't think so. I have wondered for forever how Catholics deal with uh, the church scandals and the molestation scandals and what this has done to the church. And the answer that I constantly get is that it doesn't matter what it does to the church. The people who believe still believe. That they 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 see in 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 a way a a, a difference 
in the in the two things and that the church may very well have a lot of work to do to bring itself back into a place of of real love and care and and, and things like that well i I'll, I'll watch that and see how that progresses please pray for church authorities as catholicism transitions under pope francis well, if it transitions to a place that all of a, all of a sudden says, abortion, ah, we're cool with that. Or look, 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 everyone's going to do what they do. Ah, that's no longer Catholicism. That's something else altogether. So sure, I assume that Catholicism can change. But I think some things remain the same, no matter mu- how much Joe Cervantes, the state senator from New Mexico, may want it to be otherwise. I'm Tony Katz. Poland taking it on the chin and yet another problem in the Olympics. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So Poland sends its a team. Uh, they're going to swim in, in the Olympics. They send 23 people. The problem, they're only allowed 17 based on qualifying rules. How do you not know the qualifying rules? How can you send... Six more people than you have. How could you? I mean, how could you send them to the games? What insanity this is! So they get there, they think they're part of the Olympic Games, and then they're told, "Hey, get on a plane. You're going home." I. Uh, d- just another story and another black eye for the Olympics, even though this one isn't on the IOC. Then there's Jeff Bezos, who he, he went to kind of space today. He went to half space, I guess is what we'll call it. It's referred to as Blue Origin. That's the name of uh, his uh, space plan. And he uh, goes up with... Uh, this 85-year-old and with this teenager and with his brother in a rocket ship that looks like, um, um, what does it look like, Producer Ari? A penis. It, it, look, it looks like a penis. It, it looks like, it, look, it looks, like a, looks like a penis. But the weirdest part, right, they were only up there for, for a few minutes. Uh, the weirdest part is Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard, love and kindness and get together and work together. Tulsi Gabbard tweets out, Bezos, please stay up there. Do the world a favor. Wow. That's that's pretty harsh. And she follows it up with, the only problem I have with Bezos' Blue Origin space rocket ship is uh, into outer space is that it's going to come back what's what is wrong she's upset with him for not allowing amazon workers to unionize for reporting a large tax rebate after making 11.2 billion dollars in profit remember you like tulsi gabbard you really want to like tulsi gabbard but she's got some problems in her policies if you said to me 
like Elon Musk, Bezos is getting to take advantage of tax uh, uh, issues, if you will, and and uh, and getting. Uh, what is the word? Subsidies. I, I meant to say, not tax issues. Subsidies and getting those kinds of things. Uh, you're you're fine to say that's gross. You are absolutely fine to say such a thing. If you're upset that he's taking advantage of the law as written, I think you should stop complaining and Tulsi Gabbard should stay quiet. Because this goes against her own brand. This is totally off-brand for her. It makes everything else she says seem like, well, you, you clearly don't mean it. The guy you hate is Bezos? It's just, it's just weird. It is absolutely weird that you would go down that road and say it with such, with such incredible anger. I... I I would buy you a gift, but I'd end up buying it off Amazon. I know you don't want that. Very strange. Meanwhile, the rocket goes up. The rocket comes down. I think they're all very, very excited. Uh, What does it mean? Well, A, it means two things. Uh, First, uh, they uh, we we have found the private companies that can actually do spaceflight. SpaceX, Blue Origin, you've got Richard Branson. We can do this. We got people with big dollars who have big ideas, and they go to space. Now the question is, what do we do with that? The big issue, of course, regards China and China's desire to weaponize space. This is why they're working so hard at being able to land on the moon, because they want to actually engage a level of colonization. The colonization does what? Gives you a a step up in strategic warfare, but really gives you a step up as a launching pad to Mars. If you're already at the moon, you're ju- you're you're just that much closer. It's not like you're halfway there. Don't get me wrong, but you're just that much closer. And if you could set up on the moon, getting uh, away from the moon's gravitational pull a lot easier, therefore a lot less energy expended than Earth's gravitational pull. You see how that works out? How that's seen as pretty dang helpful. We've got three companies that can do it. All right. We can still keep NASA, but they don't need the, the budget they used to have. We'll we'll do this privately and allow other people to get into the business. Representative Ocasio-Cortez believes only she knows morality. And therefore, you must be punished. This is Tony Katz Today. When my landlord's... Critical race theory is not taught in elementary school. It is barely taught in law schools, frankly, in the level that it should be taught. Um, But beyond that, because we know that Republicans have started to now use these laws, um, curtailing critical race, quote unquote, curriculum that's not even being taught in the first place, as a proxy to to saying we can't teach anything about race in 
Well, none of that's true. But don't ever let that stop Representative Ocasio-Cortez from being who she is, which is an elitist, which comes from this position of childishness. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's great to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, at Tony Katz. And you've heard me say it before. Every one of her policies is childlike. Everything about her is childlike. This is who she is. This is how she acts. She views the world as what is important to me. That's important, and therefore, you must be wrong. Remember, she's the one who told you that people are too hung up on being factually, accurately, semantically correct instead of being morally right. Well, that is a, is a great way to play the game. Right? If, 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 if that's the way you play the game, you view yourself as more important and more valuable than other people. Therefore, anything you say about those other people, well, it has to be real because you don't like them. Because they're not agreeing with you. So now, here she is on CNN talking to Don Lemon, who did not do a single thing to respond to her. A shameful, shameful display from Don. I want you to listen to the lies. Not that we may have a disagreement with others on critical race theory in schools. First, you understand from that opening she is a believer in critical race theory. She wants it taught. She laments the fact that it's not taught in elementary schools. Not that she's proclaiming, look, it's not even taught in elementary schools. She's saying that's the problem. She then laments the fact that it is not taught more often in colleges and in law schools. She believes in this theory, lock, stock, and barrel. Therefore, the theory must be moral. And the people opposed to it must be bigots. And then she goes about proving it. Race in our schools beyond just some of the most minimal, minimal, minimal facts. Well, some of the, and the, the to that, I think. Go on, finish your thoughts, sorry. Well, I was going to say, and, and to that, we should say, why don't you want our schools to teach anti-racism? Allow me. Anti-racism is bigotry. It's not being opposed to racism, it's bigotry. Anybody who has done any studying of Ibram Kendi and his books knows this. That does not include Representative Ocasio-Cortez because she is not engaged in the intellectual rigor. She is not engaged in the deep debate. She's engaged in saying, oh, anti-racism must be uh, anti-racism. Anti-fascist, well, it must be anti-fascist. But Antifa are the fascists, and we all know this. What does it matter if you keep telling me that they're anti-fascists? As if somehow I don't know what they call themselves. They're still fascists. Does it matter what name they use? What kind of fool do you have to be in this society to say, well, well, they're there. They, they 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 call themselves the non-criminals, but uh, uh, the other day they uh, they robbed my house. I assume that's how Norm Macdonald would say it. Oh, any chance to try a Norm Macdonald impression? I'm in. A criminal's a criminal, right? 
doesn't matter what they call themselves. If a priest is abusing a parishioner, but he calls himself a man of God, is he? Doesn't matter if the anti-fascists call themselves anti-fascists. They're fascists. Antifa calls themselves Antifa, but it's a lie. Anti-racism is a lie. Anti-racism is racism. It states to con- that you should confront discrimination with discrimination and that you confront future discrimination with discrimination. It is anti-racism that makes the claim, paraphrasing of course, that you are not an individual. Your individuality does not matter. Rather, an association that can be made on a characteristic you had nothing to do with. That is what your brand is, your mark of the beast, if you will. Now, does Representative Ocasio-Cortez know this? I assume that she does know this and she doesn't care. Or it could be that she's never really wasted uh, time in in the intellectual rigors. And this just sounds right. Because remember... It isn't about knowledge when you feel you're morally right. She's simply superior. We are watching elitism at play. And the elitism is not done leading. Why don't Republicans want their kids to know the tradition of anti-racism in the United States? There is no tradition of anti-racism in the United States. That doesn't exist. It's not real. It's a myth. She made that up. It's a lie. And Representative Ocasio-Cortez is a liar because why? It doesn't matter. She believes it. It helps her cause. The rational person would say, what history of anti-racism in the United States? Now, I, always willing to be corrected, send it to me. Send me the history of anti-racism in the United States. But it doesn't exist. There are people out there who have discussed the wrongs of racism and have tried to make things better. That's real. You know racism's going to exist tomorrow, right? I can't stop it. I wish I could. I wish I could. Anti-Semitism is going to exist tomorrow. I can't stop it. I wish I could. I really and truly do. It'd be better for me and my kids and my wife, my parents, my brother. But I can't change it. Certainly can't change when people like her are pushing racism, pushing bigotry. When she hangs out with Jeremy Corbyn, with people like Representatives Tlaib and and, and Omar, those anti-Semites. I'm not able to get rid of racism or anti-Semitism when you're there supporting the racists and the anti-Semites. Continue. I are Republicans trying to ban books in this country. Whoa, 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 whoa. What books are Republicans trying to ban? Trying to ban books in this country. Why are Republicans trying to ban speech? Why are they trying to fire certain professors? Why are they attacking the core roots of history in this country? That's- Hold on a second. You have just made a lot of this up. Let's go back to where you started trying to ban books in this country republicans are not trying to ban books in the country i would oppose the banning of books in 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 the country abigail schreier's book 
on transgender youth and transgender girls, well, uh, Target stopped selling that, and the American Booksellers Association apologized for sending it out, calling it a violent and evil act. They tried to set Andy No's book on fire and get bookstores not to carry it. What books are being banned in the United States by, by, by Republicans? Why are Republicans trying to ban speech? Why where, where, where is this happening? Are you talking about not teaching critical race theory in the schools? Get this understood. The schools, the teacher works for the parent. And the parent doesn't want their child being taught how to be a bigot. Black parents don't want this, and Asian parents don't want this, and Hispanic parents don't want this, and white parents don't want this, and parents don't want this, you bigot. Stop pushing bigotry, Representative Ocasio-Cortez. You're on the wrong side of history. Isn't that the cliche they, they love to use? You're on the wrong side of history. You're on the wrong side of decency. And you're on the wrong side of the facts. Aside that, you're doing great. Why are they trying to fire certain professors? Because they suck. Because they're awful. Because they teach bigotry. Because they teach hate. And they should get fired. That's why. And there's some generals who should get fired, too. I know a couple members of Congress who should be kicked out on their butts. Oh, yeah. What? Every teacher is perfect? Not true. Next, you'll be telling me every cop is perfect. Wait, hold on. Wait. Wait. She's, she's, not, she's not telling me that? She's telling me, she's telling me no, no cops are perfect. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, I think some teachers are great. And I think some cops are great. I think some teachers are good. I think some cops are good. I think some teachers are lousy and some cops are lousy. So you can get rid of the lousy ones. I'm cool with that. Oh, you can't get rid of lousy teachers? We disagree. The free and thinking people of America disagree. The ones who are, are actually paying attention, the, the parents, they disagree. And so they're going to go about getting rid of the teachers. They're cool. They'll decide what's in the classroom. Why are they attacking the core roots of history in this country that strays anything beyond what we already know? In no, 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 no. You try so hard. You get so close. Oh, get so close. Let's talk about the core roots of the lie of the 1619 Project. The country wasn't founded in 1619 and was not founded on slavery. But yet we have the liar, Nicole Hannah-Jones, promoted by people like yourself, getting pushed out there as if somehow she's a history teacher, even though she has admitted that, of course, the whole project is nonsense. And she has admitted that it's not based on history because it's not based on America's history. That's an attack, the 1619 Project, on the core roots of American history. So you favor removing the 1619 Project. No, you don't favor removing uh, the 1619 Project. Exactly how wrong are you? Well, as Evan Sayet would talk about in, uh, in uh, the Kindergarten of Eden, uh, the problem with the political leftists is not that they are wrong. They are as wrong as wrong can be. They're 180 degrees diametrically opposed to the truth. Look at the manipulation that Representative Ocasio-Cortez is digging in on here. She's not done. In fact, you have folks like Kevin McCarthy making statements that sound like he's never even read Martin Luther King in his life, trying to ban books that actually talk about the history of the civil rights movement and institutional racism in the United States. Now, let's just stop for a second and take it over to George Takei. Oh, hello. 
He's Sulu from Star Trek. And everyone knows he's a virulent leftist. And he's an activist on Twitter. His latest tweet goes something like this. If a Republican invokes MLK, they are trying to gaslight you. You should shut it down right there. Leave it to a leftist to think he owns a black man. You mean I can't quote Martin Luther King? Well, that's that's in that's in serious contradiction to uh, Representative Ocasio Cortez here. Books that actually talk about the history of the civil rights movement and institutional racism in the United States. So You're telling me I can't talk about Martin Luther King, and Representative Ocasio Cortez wants to know why I'm not. King in his life, trying to ban books that actually talk about the history of the civil rights movement and institutional racism in the United States. Well, you guys figure that one out. We're going to listen to the rest of the nonsense from the not-so-moral Representative Ocasio-Cortez. So why don't Republicans want us to learn how to not be racist? Why don't Republicans want us want kids to know how to not be racist. Well, they're and saying it's too that young. And it is makes the question that eliminates. Allow me to answer. Allow me to answer the question. Because the question is false. And this is where the moral representative Ocasio-Cortez can't, can't uh, square the circle. We don't want you to teach our kids. Because you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You don't get to teach our kids. You're a bigot. You side with Jeremy Corbyn. You side with Ilhan Omar. You side with Rashida Tlaib. You're a bigot. You don't believe uh, that uh, rioters in Minneapolis or Seattle should go to jail. You're a bigot. You think that people opposed to critical race theory being taught in schools are racist? That parents are racist? That just because they disagree with you politically, they're racists and bigots? That's the bigotry. And we're not going to let you teach our children anything. Because we have determined, based on your comments, that you, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, are not moral. You lack the morality and the decency and the goodness to teach our children. And therefore, the policies that you favor must also fall into some kind of disrepute. They must be questioned because you've shown yourself to be a questionable person, questionable character, questionable motives, questionable morality. The parents will take it from here. You are only convinced by your own waking up in the morning that you have power. Parents have a much different view of their responsibility to their children, and they're going to exercise it no matter what. I'm Tony Katz.